This is the KDIQ Podcast. This podcast series is named Going Deep, and appropriately so because we're going to take deep dives on my perspectives of how teams, players, and of course the quarterback position should all operate. It's about offensive football. This particular episode of Going Deep, we're going to actually discuss how to prepare for games. Each week, every single opponent is going to offer you different characteristics of how they play their football, how they play their defense, how situationally they, they set their defense up. And as we know, with the QBIQ system, each defense has its weaknesses along with its strengths. So we want to plan accordingly. And it's always about your process that creates success. So when we prepare for this game this week, let's make the best environmental process to have our players prepared, have our coaching uh, coaches prepared, and our adjustments ready to go. So let's talk about it. And we're going to talk about it from a player's perspective and a coach's perspective. So let's jump in. I'm glad you could join us for today's podcast. I'm telling you outside, it is a beautiful day. It's turning football weather. The the hot summer is starting to come off a little bit and and it is getting into some cool, unbelievable football weather. I love those cold weather games. I know it's not much offense, but uh, but you know it's just football weather to me. So let's. I'm excited to be here talking about how to prepare for games in this podcast. Um, this is going to be a fun one because I believe in preparation, as you would think so uh, here at QBIQ. And um, I'm your host, Chris Hickson, and uh, let's let's jump in this journey of how to prepare for games. So. When we talk about it from a, from a player's perspective, right, what, what does a player get? Normally, he's going to get a scouting report, right? He gets it from the GAs or the coaches in high school. He's going to get uh, notes on the percentages in situations, right, or formation adjustments, um, you know, different places in the field he's going to get. You know, uh, 32% they're in cover four, 45% they're in in cover two, and so forth. So he has better expectation of what he's going to face in those different places on the field. Also situationally, first down, uh, second down and long, second down and short, second down and medium, right? There's all these different situations that we want to have critical information on. And, of course, formation adjustments. The defense always has, you know, wherever we go trips or if you go empty, there's definitely a different uh, tone and look in that defense, and they and they they do something different. So we want to be able to look at it there. So the player is going to get information on that, and then at the same time, you know, you're going to have individual player weaknesses and strengths, right? So let's say uh, defensively, they've got a corner, Deion Sanders. He's a shutdown corner. You can run to his side, but you can't pass to his side. You know, it's it's information like that that we need to know. Uh, backers that can cover really well, uh, but if if you get them out space a little bit and they're and they're, you know, they're setting in between the the two and the uh, the slot and the in the tackle, well, they're not as good on the run because they're such a hybrid that they can they can cover well, but they can't uh, you know fill the gaps well on rush. So. It's individual strength and witnesses, of course. The other uh, things that we get, you know, as good players, we, we want to encourage is them to take notes throughout the week from watching film or hearing coaches' breakdowns um, on the defense they're going to be facing. That's an important uh, characteristic to your, uh, your players, especially your quarterbacks. 
coaches will you know watch game film with the players, and that's very informative because the players need to hear it through your eyes uh, as you say it, and they can see it. They can triangulate the information a lot better. So I'm a big believer in the coaches watching film with their players, which I know most coaches do. And, you know, another thing is that we do that that's a good, uh, definitely a very good thing is our offense will practice against the scout team, of course. And the scout team, they're so important to play the defense as not just seen on the card, but what they see on the on the film. So they can really fill out and uh, color in the uh, the edges of how it's supposed to look. How does this defense, how do they bait? They roll two on what count? At what part of the cadence are they rolling to three out of two? All those, all those characteristics are important. And then another situation is every so often the opponent uh, has a special player, right? He's, he's gifted. He's unbelievable. And so what we'll do is we'll assign one of our guys to act as that player for that special reference. We'll even put a jersey on him with that same number uh, throughout practice so that we recognize who that is and we know that we've got to do so, uh, a special uh, adjustment for that uh, particular player. And so that's an, another important uh, scenario. So as we jump in, we understand that we already do have a format, and I'm going to tell you QBIQ's uh, approach to how we get ready, what our process is that we do with our quarterbacks across the nation. All right. So to first, let's let's start off a little bit with you know my seeds because I, I believe that uh, you're only as good as who you've been coached by. So the seeds that have been given me to me, of which I've grown from, is extremely important. So when I was nine. Uh, my dad started sending me to a football camp for six to eight weeks every summer. Now, you can't do that now, of course. Um, you don't have that type of time. But this particular camp, it was on ESPN. It was named the best contact football camp in the country. It was coached by only college coaches. And on the weekends, it was uh, NFL quarterbacks would come in and do clinics. I went to that thing for, uh, let's see, all the way through – I think I was 22. So uh, when I stopped going there, and I, I was a part of that for 13 years, and what a great immersion program that was. Uh, the you know from the college coaches, the NFL quarterbacks, and that came in and did the clinics, and I, you know guys like Doug Williams, Mark Rippin, Boomer Esiason. These are the guys that I got to work with. Um, you know, being such a young guy and growing up learning football through those guys, um, high school wise. I went to Bellevue High School, and it's consistently one of the best high schools in the country. You might know it from uh, that movie, When the Game Stands Tall. We were the high school that that broke the De La Salle 151-0 record. Um, you know, the guys with the blue bomber helmets, always consistently, um, you know, one of the best teams in the country. Um, anyway, we uh, of course, that, that movie, that scenario of beating De La Salle was a few years after me. I'm a little older than that, but... Anyway, come from good stock from W High School. Uh, I then went to University of Rhode Island. My coach, my head coach, Floyd Keith, uh, he was the uh, head coach at Howard. He was then the o he was also the OC for Coach Bill Mallory at Indiana for years. He spent time with the 49ers with Bill Walsh, uh, Steve Young, Joe Montana. Um, unbelievable, right, to be around guys like that. Not only that, his staff. His staff was unbelievable. We had Mike Mallory, who's now with the Jags. We had Coach Roshar, who's with the Saints. Coach Pat Narduzzi, who's the head coach at Pitt. Coach Schaefer, who was the head coach at Syracuse. Coach Swepson. Uh, who was the head coach for Elon, and the list goes on and on. I could keep going with that. So 
great stock coming from from uh, my college. Lucky. I'm extremely lucky. I count my blessings. Um, after college, I was playing uh, arena football for uh, my coach, Coach Gene McDowell. Uh, coach McDowell played for FSU in the early 1960s. He was FSU's very first All-American. Uh, he went on to coaching uh, Kansas State. FSU back with uh, Coach Bowden for 10 years. Then he got the head coaching job at University of Central Florida and took them to Division I from 1AA. And uh, he was my coach in Tallahassee. What's important about him is he and I would watch film together. And he would have me up on the board, and I would chart and take all the raw data from what we were looking at on film. So we would sit there and break these teams down. And I'm actually, now this is important, coaches, I'm actually, and quarterbacks, I'm in the process doing the scouting report with my coach. So it's kind of like that old uh, Harvard study that if the pen and paper is involved, then what I learn from that is 75% more deeper than just getting it told to me or getting handed a packet of a scouting report. So we're going to refer back to that point. Then um, after um, you know playing for Coach McDowell, then I went and played for Arizona. My head coach, OC, was Danny White. You guys remember him. He's the former Dallas Cowboy, uh, longtime starter. Um, and the cool thing about his offense, every play design was an adjustment. So the defense could never be right. We were always running to where they weren't. And so you just had to learn. It was a little bit of a complicated offense, but no big deal. Um, once you learn it, you know it. And and we knew where these guys weren't going to be. And we were getting there with great anticipation, thrown into the areas where they were not. And that's why, you know, Coach White was always successful with all those teams out in Arizona. And then why do, uh, you know, again, I want to cover this point. Why do I go over some of these coaches that I've been coached by? Because these are the men who shaped my perspective. That is fundamentally important as to all my perspectives in football and where I've taken QBIQ. And more um, you know, for this podcast, talking about um, the how to prepare for an opponent. It's extremely important. So preparing for a game is your battle plan. I mean, I think we all got to know that. And, and I, you know, most of us do. It's your battle plan. And without, you know, great strategy, then, uh, you know, the error size of, of things is going to be big. And we, we want to minute that as much as we can. And we do that by a great strategy. It needs opponent expectation, precision play design to your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. And most importantly, each coach and player need to be fully confident that this plan it maximizes all opportunities and it minimizes all the mis potential mistakes or, uh, you know, losing a play because a bad play call or a play that we haven't practiced well all week. Uh, you know, you kind of kick those ca uh, out the can the day before uh, the game. You, you know, you want to go to what you do well and then what you expect will perform well uh, before, you know, for that game. So let's reverse engineer this. Okay. Let's talk about what per, what is the most important thing and it's your players having confidence because there's only a a few things that go into confidence that kind of you know create confidence and that is knowledge of of what you do right knowledge of what your expectation of defense that you're going to be facing and this means to understand your opponent at the fullest and you got to so you got to understand as well your offense and game plan at the fullest. And so what are the ways to do that? And so I find the best the best way for your players to know both 
is to have them do the scouting report with you, kind of referring what I was talking to you about, Coach McDowell. And that is so important to have them be a part of the scouting report uh, getting made. Uh, if you have your quarterbacks and your skill players do this, what you'll have on the field that week is not only you will have great a great game, but you'll have amazing practices who will understand when they look at the defense, they'll understand what they're trying to accomplish. Even if they slightly may, may, you know, mistake the scout, uh, the scout card and they don't play the defense correctly, you might have a quarterback say, hey, you were supposed to be over here. Just make sure next time you do it like this. Why? Because he was in the process of making the scouting report. So when I tell you, I find, you know, when I find the best best way for your players to know both, you know, your offense and, and, and your opponent is having them do the scouting report. If you don't, that skip step loses opportunity for confidence. And you want to, as we said, maximize all opportunities. Maximize your uh, confidence by having your players involved in the making of the scouting report. Now, and with that being said, uh, you know, here at, at QBIQ, we, we have something called GPS. GPS stands for game prep steps. It's a four-step process. It's not uh, heavy in, in, in detail that makes you lose a bunch of time. It takes technically uh, about two hours and 15 minutes to complete maximum. And it gives your quarterbacks, your skill players, and if they're doing this kind of report, it gives them amazing confidence. And it's called game prep steps. And just to cover those, uh, what we do is uh, step one, we collect all the raw data and in the points of reference that we want to focus on, which is area on the field, what, you know, down in distance, and what formation were we in. And we also want to know defense. What were their, what did they play? What was their box? What was their, their coverage? And what did they do in terms of baiting or roll? And if there was no baits or rolls and any, by the way, any other individual characteristics, let's say, even though it was a cover four, this particular safety is much more aggressive. We want to note things like that because that would be the side we want to play action to throw the post on, right? And cover four, we all know cover four is good. You know, we'd love to throw posts into that when we get an advantage down. So uh, anyway, guys, I hope this gives you some confidence in how to uh, look at your opponent and get your players involved on preparing for that scout or for preparing for that opponent. And I guarantee you what you'll have on that field is much better than what you had before. All right, guys, thanks for listening. That's been the QBIQ podcast going deep. I'm Chris Hickson, your host. Looking forward to having you guys along for the ride every time we put out one of these podcasts. And we're going to be talking about just deep stuff about how offense works from all different sides of perspectives. Guys, thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. This has been the QBIQ podcast.